Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time, a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, we earnestly ask and exhort you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you should conduct yourselves to please God, and as you are conducting yourselves, you do so even more, for you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. This is the will of God, your holiness, that you refrain from, refrain from immorality, that each of you know how to acquire away for himself in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion, as do the Gentiles who do not know God not to take advantage of or exploit a brother or sister in this matter. For the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you before and solemnly affirmed. For God did not call us to impurity, but holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not a human being, but God, who also gives his Holy Spirit to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, rejoice in the Lord, you just. Rejoice in the Lord, you just. The Lord is king, let the earth rejoice, let the many isles be glad. Justice and judgment are the foundation of his throne. Rejoice in the Lord, you just. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his justice, and all people see his glory. Rejoice in the Lord, you just. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the lives of his faithful ones. From the hand of the wicked, he delivers them. Rejoice in the Lord, you just. Light dawns for the just, and gladness for the upright of heart. Be glad in the Lord, you just, and give thanks to his holy name. Rejoice in the Lord, you, do, you just. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there might not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not sure many people are surprised that Britney Spears is getting divorced after just over a year of marriage. While Spears was subjected for many years to an arguably unhealthy conservatorship arrangement, she's frequently reported as demonstrating bizarre behavior, including what some have euphemistically described as hypersexuality. This really isn't surprising when one considers that from the beginning of her music career in her early teens, her handlers sexualized her image. Who can forget a 16-year-old Spears in a Catholic school uh, girl uniform, singing Baby, Baby, One More Time. After the recent divorce announcement, Spears released scandally clad video of herself in suggestive poses and a still photo of an unidentified man licking her bare legs. 
Frankly, I wonder how long the aging pop star will make it. She wouldn't be the first female sex symbol to die young. And one of Spears' mentors is Madonna, who herself built her fame on a highly sexualized persona that sadly masks her significant talent in voice and in dance. To get today, Madonna is better known for disturbing photos revealing excessive cosmetic alterations that leave her looking bloated and plastic as she tries to remain relevant to a world that doesn't honestly care much about her anymore. And stories such as these are not restricted to women. Taylor Lautner, who as a teen became famous for his shirtless scenes in the Twilight movies, recently shared how the pressure to maintain an artificially lean and muscle physique has damaged his self-image. Other young male actors have reported similar issues. It seems as though the human race has an unhealthy focus on sex. It's amazing to me how Satan uses one aspect of our humanity and distorts it so dramatically that it damages our perception of self and how we view others. Those who have been married for many years know that physical attraction alone cannot keep a marriage intact and healthy. And as a celibate, I can tell you that it is possible to live a normal and productive life with many healthy relationships without an active sex life. And yet our society, including our music, film, education, and conversation, is intensely focused on sexuality. And many say with good reason that the church and much of its moral teaching also demonstrates a fixation with sex. In today's first reading, Paul addresses the topic in a balanced and practical manner when he says, This is the will of God, your holiness, that each of you know how to acquire a wife for himself in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion, not to take advantage of or exploit a brother or sister in this manner. Therefore, whoever disregards this disregards not a human being, but God. Paul does not deny our sexuality, but he makes it clear that it's just one small part of who we are. He doesn't talk a lot about it. He merely tells us to treat others with respect and not as objects. There's no room for using a Britney Spears or a Taylor Lautner as a product to be molded and marketed until there's no further demand. Some say the church or certain of its ministers don't talk enough about sexuality and specifically certainly certain hot-button issues in our current day. Frankly, I think we talk too much about it. It's one small part of a person, one that in the natural order is intense in our younger years, but slowly subsides as we get older. That's not to say we should ignore it, but we also shouldn't make it more than it is. It all comes down to this. Every part of us, including our sexuality, should be used to demonstrate true love for God and others and be conformed to God's will. Sadly, sex is more often used as a weapon to destroy people's self-worth, to use, to categorize, to judge, and to condemn, and to divide. And such an approach just gives us more stories like Britney Spears. I'm confident that with the Holy Spirit's guidance, we can come up with a better way. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me. Mm-hmm.